This is Let's Talk to Lucy, starring Lucille Ball. A very warm welcome to you all. I'm Gary Morton, and now, Let's Talk to Lucy. Hi, this is Lucy. And I have the delightful, delectable, delovely Miss Julie Andrews as my guest today. How about that? Can you believe it? You heard about my fair lady in New York? The toast of New York. That's whom I have as my guest today. Hi, Julie. Hello, Lucy. This is certainly Julie Andrews' year, isn't it? It seems to have been, yes. Three of the most important films of the year, and you've got them. Mary Poppins, which I incidentally have seen three times, my dear. Oh. The Americanization of Emily and The Sound of Music. Yes, that's... All great films. Going to open fairly soon, the last one. Yes. Julie, where are you from? I'm from England, from a little town called Walton-on-Thames. It's south of London, about 20 miles. And how did you get into this fabulous business and become so fabulous? Oh, well, I don't know. Um, the first question is uh, easy to answer. My parents were in show business, my mother and my stepfather. Oh, really? Mm, they were um, vaudeville entertainers. And when I was about eight years old, my stepfather decided to give me some singing lessons to keep me quiet, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, they discovered I had a sort of freak voice. I had a big range, and it was very powerful, and uh, it became a kind of gimmick, I suppose. Did and, you uh, like singing right from the beginning? No, loathed it, absolutely hated it. Hated, really? Hated having to practice every day and the discipline that it entailed. But uh, after a while, as it became easier and I knew what I was doing, I began to enjoy it. And when I was about 12, I started working professionally. And I've been, Where? Um, the very first professional show I did was at the London Hippodrome with, in a review. I just sang one song. Uh, we, it was a twice-nightly show. And, and did you stay in the profession then? Did you uh, finish your schooling? Well, from then on, when I really began working hard and seriously, uh, I had to have a governess travel with me everywhere because I couldn't obviously go to school and do the um, show business as well. So I had a marvelous woman who went with me everywhere, and she was part chaperone and mostly governess. That's yeah. sort of a nice way to go through your school life. Well, yes and no. Did I, you miss... Uh, I sometimes think I might have missed a little You missed something. the other kids? Yes. I'm not sure how full an education it was, because it was split, of course, with having to be working as well. Uh-huh. Traveling the way you did, did you learn any other languages? No, not much. A little French, but that's all. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have done. What was the big break in the business? At what age and where? Well, it's uh, there have been sort of wonderful breaks all the way through. I uh, sort of find it hard to believe. There was that first one, which happened very luckily to be a sort of... Uh, it was one of those overnight success things, you know. What was it called? It was the, the it was this review called Starlight Roof, uh -huh. uh, which is a very exciting title, isn't it? <laughs> which just appeared over there. Uh, yes, it was just a show. It ran for about um, a year and a few weeks. You didn't mind running uh, in a show that long? No, I was thrilled to bits. It was my first professional engagement. I thought I was the lucky... How old were you then? Uh, just 12. Uh -huh. I thought I was the luckiest girl in the world. And so you were like 13 and a half when you finished. Yes. And uh -huh. then from then on, I did a massive uh, vaudeville touring, uh, you know, musical... Vaudeville in the provinces? Yes, uh, mm -hmm. with my family as a family act, and then on my own. Great um, training. Oh, marvellous. I don't think it could be better. And, uh, of course, vaudeville was just dying in England in those days, and it was rather sad, but it was marvellous training. And then uh, lots of concerts and radio and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Over in England? Yes. When did you first come to America? Is that in The Boyfriend? Yes, it was, in 54. Uh-huh. And you were uh, right away a hit in New York, I know. Uh, yes, it was a marvellous success. The whole show just went over wonderfully well. How did New York uh, appeal to you well, from the moment you arrived? I was terrified of it when I first Why? Uh, got there. Well, 
um, I'd never really been that far away from home before, and I knew my contract was for a whole year. Yes. And, you know, um, the contracts for a year in England are fine because you can be with family and that kind yeah. of thing. And I was very sort of green and naive. And, and you were alone? Yes. Um, Absolutely alone? Um, yes. I mean, I knew uh, or began to know a couple of people in the company, but at first it was very uh, Where scary. did you live when you first came over? Uh, oh, I stayed in a hotel right in the center of Manhattan uh, oh. on the second floor, and you've never... <laughs> it was so noisy and hot, it was impossible. Tiniest little room in the world. And uh, then finally found a number of apartments throughout that first year. Because that's important, where you live. Yes, uh, well, it the, wasn't... Where you enjoy it. Although place. it was a very successful time. It wasn't too happy a time, and it wasn't till Fair Lady that I began to really know New York and, you know, feel uh, that I had friends. And How did you get Fair Lady, Julie? Well, um, rather excitingly in a way, um, all the other people in the boyfriend company had a two-year contract, and I had insisted that if I was going to do it at all, it was the first time I'd ever put my foot down in my life, uh, that I should only have a one-year contract. It seemed uh, much too long to be away from home for two years. Yes. I received a telephone call one day about three weeks before my contract was due to finish. And the man said, I represent Mr. Lerner and Mr. Lowe. Uh, could you please tell me how long a contract you have in the boyfriend? And I said, well, it's only a year. And the poor man nearly fell off the end of the other end of the telephone and said, "Oh my heavens! I thought you'd be sure to have a two-year contract. We, we're doing a play, and it's called a musical play of, of Pygmalion, and it's called My Fair Lady." And I thought, "Oh dear, those Americans are going to destroy Bernard Shaw again." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Uh, he said, but uh, we thought of you a long time ago, and everybody said you had a two-year contract and wouldn't be available. Look, who's your manager and who looks after you, and I'll get back to you right away. And uh, they did, and I auditioned for them a few times, and finally was signed. So if I hadn't sort of insisted on the one-year contract, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. When did the excitement of how great My Fair Lady was going to be really hit you, <laughs> oh, About Julie? six months after we'd opened. <laughs> really? Yes. Not until then. Well, I tell you, I was so involved with it, and, yes. and as I say, so really sort of naive. And, and green about show business over here in general, that it didn't really, I didn't absorb it until really I was established and could see what it was all about. What was it like, Julie, uh, working with the great perfectionist that uh, Rex, Rex Harrison, Harrison is? Oh, wonderful. I would find myself, unfortunately, standing on stage with my mouth open and yeah. just watching him. He's so marvelous. Yes, he sure is. And I love calling him the perfectionist that he is. Yes. Because there is the perfect example of that word being used correctly. A lot of people who are not perfectionists uh, give it a wrong connotation. I agree, yes. Lots of times they, they think oh, it sounds right. He's brilliant in his timing and sense of comedy. It was, you know, a wonderful experience to have worked with him. Yes, the uh, general public now who were not fortunate enough to see you in it in New York will now see Mr. Rex Harrison in the picture and, and know what we're talking about. Audrey Hepburn was very wonderful in the picture, and I know that uh, that she's going to, you know, just win millions of fans. But Audrey herself told me that uh, she couldn't even approach what Julie Andrews was on the stage. Oh, that's very sweet of her. She did. She really told well, me that, and nice. she knew her the the parts that you were absolutely suited for from the beginning. Oh. I saw you on the New York stage, and I didn't speak for hours <laughs> after I got out of the theater. It, I was enthralled. I must say, a very nice sort of relationship has developed between Audrey and myself, because everybody thinks that we, you know, I was desperately upset at not oh, getting my course. Palladium. They, they, they like to think that. It makes good copy. But in fact, it's not true, and we've both been uh, in touch with each other and sent messages. Of, uh, As a matter of fact, if you had done My Fair Lady, you wouldn't have had time to make that marvelous Mary Poppins. Well, of course. What a film that is. <laughs> I'm glad oh, you like it. Julie, you're not going to believe this. Our time is up for today. Good Could heaven. you possibly be with me tomorrow? Well, I'd be delighted. Will you tell us about Mary Poppins? If you'd like. Okay. okay. I have been talking to Julie Andrews.
And now, Gary, I believe you have some good advice for our friends who have to battle the freeways. Right, Lucy. Here's a safety tip to you drivers. The principal cause of highway accidents is tailgating, driving too closely behind the car in front. So follow this rule of thumb. Always allow at least one car length between you and the car ahead for every 10 miles per hour you're traveling. In other words, when you're going 50, keep at least five car lanes back. Some traffic experts say to make it even more. Play it safe. Don't tailgate and help avoid rear-end collisions. Well, that's certainly good advice, Gary. We'll see you all tomorrow, and don't forget now, I love your letters, so please keep them coming. Remember, the address is Let's Talk to Lucy, Desilu Studios, Hollywood, California. Bye for now. Hi, this is Lucy. And again today, my guest is Miss Julie Andrews. Julie, thank you for coming back again today. Yesterday, we uh, found out that you were born in England and your early life was uh, kind of in the provinces, in vaudeville in England, and uh, that you found out you could sing quite by a quirk almost. Your stepfather was trying to um, just sort of amuse you and so decided to give you some singing lessons, found out that you had a rather unusual voice. So when you got into vaudeville in England, you were as a singer, right? Right. Did you ever do any dancing? Uh, well, I wouldn't call it dancing. <laughs> Where did you get the grace that you have? Um, goodness knows. Uh, I suppose just sort of trial and error. You How know? tall are you, Julie? I'm 5'7", with no shoes. On at all. And we have to wear those high heels, which makes me about five, eight, and three quarters. <clears throat> yes, well, I don't know what I am when I get them on, but uh, I don't know about you, Lucy. I'm always having to wear low heels because uh, I'm just mostly a little bit too tall for most I of the leading flats. men. I wear flats. I kind of live in flats. Yes. And I mean flat shoes, not flat apartments. <laughs> now then, we were talking yesterday that you uh, rocked New York City with My Fair Lady, and you sure did, girl. Then you came out here and had time to make one of the greatest pictures I have ever seen. Mr. Walt Disney really comes through at least once a year and sometimes two or three times a year. But <laughs> he does, this he? time with Mary Poppins and Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. My family and I have enjoyed it up to the moment three times. Gosh, we God. have what we call Mary Poppins parties <laughs> and we invite the neighborhood. It's really a marvelous picture. You worked with one of my favorite people in that, Mr. Dick Van Dyke. Oh, mine too. Isn't he adorable? He's a darling. And the choreography in that picture was fantastic. Yes, it was by, by a, a man and wife uh, team, uh, Mark Bro and Dee Dee Woods, very good friends They're of mine. sensational. Yes, they also did The Sound of Music. Oh, really? Uh, I yes. haven't seen that yet. Yes. The fantastic things that you did in that picture has a great deal to do with the cinematography, right? Yes, and the sort of Disney staff who really t take ages working out some of those Aren't tricks. Aren't they fantastic? Effects. Yes. Well, of course, he has every award in the world, and rightly so, because Mr. Walt Disney really does things for entertainment. Yes, it's true. And how marvelous. The Mary Poppins story lends itself so well to Julie Andrews uh, that we see. Now, does it lend itself um, to the Julie Andrews that, that really is? What do you like at home, Julie? <laughs> oh, dear, that's a hard question to ask. Um, you have children? Yes, I have an adorable little girl. She's now two years and about three months old. 
What a wonderful age. Oh, she's heavenly. Is there any Mary Poppins in, at, in you at home? Well, I'm not sure. You better ask her, I think. <laughs> well, she's too young to ask. Oh, no, she's very bright. She'd probably give you an answer. Really? Yes. She uh, Has she seen Mary Poppins? Yes, she adores it. She's got all the books and... Uh, what does she like best about it? Um, she likes... Oh, she loves the chimney sweep dance, the step in time, and she... She can even say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, which is pretty good for a two-year-old, don't you think? Oh, my! I mean, there's a sweet story. The other day, she uh, went with her nurse into the uh, valley to a store where they had a big Mary Poppins display, and she was running around telling everybody, saying, look, there's my mummy, there's my mummy. And everybody was saying, oh, isn't it sweet? That little girl thinks Mary Poppins is her mother. Isn't that cute? It's an enchanting story. Does she look like you? Uh, no, I think she looks a little more like my husband. What's your husband's name? Tony. Tony what? Walton, W-A-L-T-O-N. And what does he do, Julie? He's a, a designer, a theatrical designer and a producer. Where did you meet him? Lucy, you won't believe this. We come from the same town in England. <gasps> really? <laughs> yes, and we've known each other from, well, from when I was about 12 years old. Were you in love uh, at an early no, age? No, I can't say that it was anything quite like that. We were, we were just good friends, as they say. And you met again in New York? Uh, no, we've, we've known each other on and off through the years for a long time. I've always been very close and... Uh, finally got married. Well, isn't that a wonderful story? Where do you live now? What, where do you call home now, Julie? Well, we don't anymore. That's awful. We have a um, sort of place in a hotel in New York and a, and a house in London, and we've rented a house here, and it's very hard to tell at the moment which we'd call our base at the moment. I guess London is really our main base. But is that is that uh, house uh, your idea of, of the home that you want? Well, uh, it, yes, par uh, mostly. It's not very lived in at the moment because we haven't been there for the last 18 months, practically. Are you going to... Uh, did you buy it? Yes. Are you going to uh, kind of make it the home base? Oh, I eventually? hope so, yes. What's it like? It's... Um, well, it's a sort of Victorian monstrosity from the outside <laughs> and really rather lovely inside. Are you a good homemaker, Julie? I haven't really had much chance to find out, but I think I might be, yes. It's uh, strange that uh, if you could be because you've been traveling all your life and haven't I know what I'd like. I, I don't know whether I can do it or not, but I know what I... What would you like? I think a lot of space, very light and airy, with nice sort of textured things in the house. That's a pretty good description. Well, can you cook at all, Julie? A bit, very plain, sort of, um, I make a good stew and things like that. <laughs> what are you going to do with your little girl? Always take her with you? If possible, yes. I can't bear the thought of ever leaving her behind. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, at this age, you don't starts. have to worry about it, but... Um, I tell you, the time flies by so quickly, though, that... Uh, oh, it sure does. My children are just 12 and 13 and a half, and yes. I'll tell you, that, that little baby era passes all too quickly. Oh, no. You, um are going to try to keep in pictures? You have no plans for going back on the stage and the regimentation of that, Well, do you? I'd, I'd like to one day go back. There, haven't been in, there hasn't been anything at the moment that I've been particularly excited about, and I'm so really excited about the movies at the moment. It's such fun, and I'm enjoying it so much. What are you preparing now, Julie? I'm starting a film called Hawaii, based on the James Michener book. That's a big book. Is the picture oh, going to be as... No, it's not going to be all of the book. I think we're going to do uh, about half of it. Mm -hmm. Have you done a lot of research on it? Not too much. I'm just beginning mm -hmm. to uh, do some. Will you shoot over in Hawaii? Yes, partly there and partly in New England and about a month here in Hollywood. Where are you staying in Hawaii? Do you know? I'm not sure I yet. I mean, do you know where they're shooting, I mean? Uh, Oahu, I think. Oahu. I don't know the islands at all, so it's hard to... Oh, I think you'll enjoy it very much. Really? It must I've be always... very hot, I would think. I don't know. I don't think it ever gets very hot over there. It's kind of ideal weather, they say. 
Right now, I know it's the rainy season. It'll be lovely which, for the baby. Yes, children have fun all over, so long as they're with their mommy and their daddy, <laughs> let's face it. Uh, what if you had a chance, Julie Andrews, would you want to do? Would you want to quit? Would you want to go home to that nice house in England? Or would you, is there a particular picture that you would like to make? Someone's story that you would really like to portray? Because no. after all, you're just kind of starting, you know. You're, you've got well, a long way to you, go. Well, I tell you, Lucy, if it doesn't sound too uh, conceited, I don't think I'd change anything at all. I'd like it to be exactly the way it is right now. Well, it's rolling so beautifully for you, and but you're the... so young. Um, you don't, you're not really thinking of just going home and sitting down when you get a chance. No, I love the work. I find it terribly stimulating. And this, this fact of being able to choose what one wants to do and select exciting parts and all for different reasons, that mostly I'd like not to be typed. You know, I'd like to try everything at this moment. That's a wonderful idea. Julie, darling, our time is up for today again, and I just want to thank you for being one of the most delightful guests I've ever had, and I'm still in awe of Julie Andrews. Thank you, Lucy. It's, it's been lovely. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having you here. Good luck, God bless, and bye for now. Bye. Are you loving Let's Talk to Lucy? Then you have a real treat in store for you. A new episode is being released every week on the SXM app and wherever you listen to podcasts.